Howdy. How y'all doing? Thank you for coming back to episode two of the Common Ground Football Podcast. Brian, how you doing? Episode two? Episode two, season two. Right. So episode 27. Episode 27. Because you know, really in the podcast world, I found this out. Nobody gives a crap about seasons. Okay, we are on episode 27. We have a pretty good schedule today. We're going to talk about training camp again. That's still going on? That's still going on. That's weird. We're getting into it. Uh, teams have their pads on now. They did put the pads on. Things are starting to get a little bit more real. Um, it still doesn't feel like football out there. It's hot. Yeah, that's true. It is hot. Uh, 104 today. Yikes. Here in town. Yikes. That's two days in a row with that crap. It was definitely warm. Um, unfortunately, for some other teams, there's some uh, major injuries going on. So we will get there when we get there. It's going to be a fun sense? one. We get there when we get there. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Anywho, we'll, we'll, we'll get there. Tune in. Welcome to the Common Ground Football Podcast. Here are your hosts, Brian McLaughlin and Andrew Guzman. What's up, everybody? How's it going? How's it? <laughs> As we uh, just mentioned, yeah, episode 27. Super super exciting we are over halfway to 50 yeah we're gonna get there <laughs> it'll be a lot faster than you think too oh yeah for sure so training camp still going on still happening down there in the oxnard first preseason game though is thursday right yep. hall of fame game yep um yes yeah and then uh pretty much after that it's every week we got some sort of football game some sort of foosball. Some sort of foosball with friends. Uh, we have some sort of football game through the Super Bowl because even the Pro Bowl counts, kind of. <laughs> Somewhat. <laughs> Maybe. Kind of, sort of. Kind of, sort of. It's fun. So, um, all right. Well, I say we just dive right into it if you're ready. I am ready. There's not much uh, – there's no really news to go over because it just kind of – goes right into each team and what they're doing and all that good stuff so what happened in where is it again oxnard california oxnard california is that anywhere near any of the fires uh no it is not well what uh what can you what can you tell us i know that you know you're you're like me you know regular conversations with a coach and um you know, reporters and all that. We're just we're in the know. So speaking of reporters, oh, we're gonna we're, we're gonna jump right into it. Go for Obviously, it. Obviously, this is not this is outside of football. This is just everything else that's going on that just seems to follow the Cowboys around. Um, Murgan's team. A lot of it is self inflicted. Um, you know, the Joneses like to talk that kind of thing. But no. um, so we're gonna jump right into uh, Des. Did you hear about this whole thing? Uh, a little bit. So, and this kind of ties to um, my deal of reporting. So, on Friday, it was uh, it was hot. It was spicy. There was some stuff going on. Um, so, SiriusXM was down there at uh, Cowboys camp, and they were um, interviewing players, interviewing coaches, interviewing uh, Stephen Jones, that kind of thing. So... The question had been asked by Sirius uh, to Stephen Jones: Do you expect, you know, do you expect Dak to take 
step forward, that kind of thing. You know, that kind of question came up and he's, and he said, um, basically long story short, and I'm paraphrasing. He said, I think he'll take a step forward. I think he will make an improvement on last season. Now that he doesn't have, um, you know, Des Bryant in his ear, Jason Witten in his ear. This is his comment. He doesn't have Des in his ear. He doesn't have Witten in his ear. He can kind of, um, you know, he said those great players want the ball in their hands, that kind of thing. So from that clip and from that comment, SiriusXM puts a tweet out there that says, Stephen Jones tells SiriusXM, Dak will take a step forward because he doesn't have Des Bryant in his ear. Period. Yeah, That's didn't, it. Didn't give the rest of the quote, just they, that. They just did that. Shocking. So from that, Des Bryant lights up the Dallas Cowboys organization. And I'll I'll start with <laughs> You got the tweets? Oh yeah. Yeah, he I, I did see the I did see the tweets, and it was funny because I didn't um I saw the tweets start going out, just piling up, and I'm and I I didn't know what was happening in the, the backstory part of it. Uh-huh. And just started reading the tweets. Yeah. And I thought that he was just just like a wild hair up his ass and just thought that this was the time to go ahead and just air it all out. I had no idea the backstory and yeah. why he was doing it. I just thought, oh, Des so, is going so nuts. So Sirius throws this out there and they and they do tag They use his handle on yep. Twitter. Oh, they're trying to get a reaction so, out of him. So, of course, he's going to see it. Um, so they put that out there. His his first response, and this, I mean, it was a weird, like, two, three hours of just all this different kind of news, who said what, um, and then with all some of the, you know, details that he, that Des had put out there, um, it all kind of turned into everything, you know, it, it just, it blew up. But his first response to that, so obviously, Sirius puts out that tweet, his response is, um, here we go with that scapegoat shit. I charged everything to the game and went the other way. Y'all know what the real problem is. Don't put it on me with that BS garbage ass play calling. I agree with him there. Everybody lined up in the same spot for 17 weeks. And then from there, everybody, when he tweets it, I mean, people, it just lights up. I mean, there's just stuff going on everywhere. Every reporter, every reporter is, is picking up on it. They're retweeting his stuff. They're, they're, um, already writing articles you know immediately i mean i want to say five minutes after he put that tweet out there was already some writers that had an article that said oh des Bryant rips up cowboys yada 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 well he's got 3.4 million followers right so and that's after twitter did their bot yeah scan. so he's got some exposure <laughs> yeah he's got <laughs> some um and then it goes on and he somebody somebody asks him a question or just makes a statement that says Stephen Jones is clueless. Um, we all know that the play calling for the Dallas Cowboys has been suspect. Yes, I, and I agree with that. The play calling last year was pretty painful to watch. Everybody knew what we were going to do. Period. Um, so he responds to that and he just says he's not clueless. Jerry Jerry was the only one who was clueless. Um, uh, was planned to get me out ask travis and my brother snake lee i mean sean lee so when that one came out it was like oh man we're getting we're getting we went there fast right and so if you remember kind of 
up to his release and after his release, he, he that night actually he sat down with uh, Mike Fisher, who's one of the local reporters down there, and Jane Slater, who reports for the NFL, and and he basically laid out, you know, I, I have, there's some Garrett guys that I have a feeling that they wanted me out, which I, and we'll get to it a little bit later, but players, I I don't I don't know how much of a say players have as far as personnel moves. I mean, I could see maybe an maybe a they would be heard kind of thing, but maybe not a decision based on strictly what they're saying. So anyways, that's kind of what that was. So once he said Snake Lee, I mean Sean Lee, it was like, okay, well what's 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 going on here? And then it kind of kept going. He, you know, just kept firing off tweets, 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 people asking him questions and yada yada yada. So while that is all going on, um, somebody finally decided to listen to the whole interview, the whole Stephen Jones interview. Well, then it came out. He said, Dak is going to progress and have a better year because I don't think that, or because Des won't be in his ear and Witten won't be in his ear and great players like that like to have the ball. Okay, there's the whole quote. Des Bryant's lumped in right in there with Jason Witten, who's you know obviously not on the team anymore, retired. He lumps those two together and then says those great players like to have the ball. So then serious serious and I'm I've got a point here, but then serious Oh no, you're great. And, and then serious <laughs> post they post that whole clip and then write it again, say here's the full clip. And it's like, okay. So from here, look what you've done. You've already started this firestorm between um Dez and the and the Cowboys are, I mean, you've ignited this whole thing. So then they come out and say, "Well, here's the full clip." And you better, you you know damn well they're proud of themselves for that, right? I mean, they that's that's, that's what they were going for. It's clicks. Yep. That's what they want. It's clicks. It's listen. It's all revenue. So they put out that tweet, and then later on, because they caught so much heat from that, they actually deleted that original tweet. Oh, did they? Yeah, they actually deleted that. Cowards. So this kind of turns <laughs> in, and this and and um, during all of that. Um, you know, there's a whole bunch of reporters and writers that are at Cowboys camp. And so and then it came out, you're like, oh, look, Stephen Jones is talking to, to uh, Sean Lee. I'm wondering what this is about, you know, wink, wink. And um, so while while all that's going on, then they the the back at training camp, they start having their, their post-practice interviews, that kind of thing. So they ask Sean Lee about it. And then he basically comes out and says, look, I love Des. Him and I butted heads, you know, a few times, but... I wanted him to wanted him to be to hold himself accountable, accountable to himself, accountable to the team, yada yada yada. And then he, you know, went in to say, um, it's basically ridiculous to think that I would have any say on whether someone stays or goes. So I mean, so he kind of just put that out there, and good on him. I mean, a lot of I I could see a lot of players just saying like, no comment, like I'm not going to go into that. But you know, he stood there and, and said, look, um. But basically just I'm, I'm holding my ground. This is, these are my thoughts. This is what I'm, you know, what I'm saying, that kind of thing. And then they asked, uh, Travis Frederick, the same thing. And he, he basically said the same thing too. He's like a guy, me really, who's been here for four years, five years. I'm, I'm going to have a say on a, on a, on a veteran, that kind of thing. Um, you know, and they all, they all said, they all said their support for Des. Um, what really went on? No, I mean, no one will ever know. So, just kind of leave it at that, but tying everything together, this is what drives me crazy about social media and, you know, 
false, I don't want to say false reporting, but misleading reporting. It's mister. It's completely, it's misleading misdirection. It's all that. It's what, like, like you just, you already said it perfectly to get clicks because yep. it's all that, about revenue. Yep. yep. And so it's, and it's not even manipulating because you're not, it's not like they changed the quote. They just cut it off because they wanted the most awe, like the shock factor. Yep. And they knew what it was going to do. Oh, yeah. Absolutely knew. And it did exactly what they thought it was going to do. And you're right. That right there. And we're not teasing. We were going to tease this today because we were going to tease a different one. But just so you know, the social media topic, that's a big one for us. Might be talking about that later. And we'll leave it at that it down just, the road. Yeah, I mean, it just and watching this whole thing unfold. I mean, I literally, my phone was on fire just because just constant refresh oh, yeah. okay what's going to come out next what's coming out next what's come what's going out next um all because of that that one misleading tweet that went out there now i will say should he have maybe um listened to the entire thing yeah but who i mean who's gonna who's gonna see something or yeah who's gonna see that tweet and then go oh well let me listen to the whole thing no they're gonna react right off of that yeah, that's just I mean, that's how social media is. You know, it's all headline based or it's all um, almost like clickbait based. Um, but he did. He does did go on to say, I mean, he, there was a whole bunch of tweets. I mean, all, responding to people, but also just kind of the big the big thing. But he, he kind of ended that with, you know, last thing I always been. Uh, Dak, Zeke, Cole Beasley, Terrence Williams. I can't tag everyone, but you know who you who you are. Number one supporters, and still am. I want them to achieve everything they got, um, everything they got their mind on. So, he, and he kind of left it at that. Everything else kind of turned into a ton of other business. But that, I mean, it was just a crazy. It was definitely a crazy three hour of like just watching everything. I mean, on one side, yes, that's cool about social media because you can just kind of watch all of this stuff unfold in real time and then on the other side you see the problem you see the issues um, it, it's uh it's becoming an issue more and more each year because more and more people are using twitter or they're using mm-hmm. the different uh mediums and now we and we, we actually were talking about this before we turned the mics on we were talking about um how the focus now is is it should be on football because that's what's happening right now. Teams are getting ready for a new football season. Yep. You got players, rookies, undrafted guys. You got all these like that are busting their butts to get a spot on a team to make it. But that's not the focus. The focus is on National Anthem, Des Bryant, Earl Thomas. It's on all this other stuff and the drama behind them because social media is right there to just give you immediate access into all of it. Social media is great. But there's times where I just want it to just stop. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, I just want to know how Shaquem Griffin's doing. I just want to know how... Picked off Wilson. He, <laughs> did you see that? Yeah. Was, did you watch the clip? Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm going to run that up. Oh, it's great. Uh, but I, I just want to know those things. I want to know how the kicking competition's going. I want to know how all that stuff's happening. I want to know how Dak's looking. Like, is he looking like he's improved? I want to know that type of stuff. I, I don't necessarily... I mean, it's nice to know that, I guess, but at the same time, is that really, it just takes the focus off of what it should be on, and that's what's driving me crazy. Well, and I think uh, uh, <clears throat> I think that it maybe takes the focus 
off of that more from the fans' perspective. Maybe not the players. So the players are they're they're working. Oh, they're, they're focused they're on busy. the football. Yeah. Um, but I will say I I do understand, and we'll wrap this up. Though I do understand the argument to to Des just well why why respond why say anything I understand the the argument against that but for it I mean my from my point of view if Stephen Jones I mean granted what he said got misinterpreted you know by serious they they didn't they weren't truthful in what they were saying but say that um, that that is what he actually said okay he's on Sirius XM and he just said that and how many millions of people just heard that. And Dez is supposed to sit there and be quiet. No, oh, hell no. He's no, going to defend he's himself. Gonna go, he's going to go onto Twitter and say what he wants. I mean, people would say, well, why wouldn't you just call him directly? Okay, so Steven gets to sit up there, say something that millions of people just heard, and then Dez has to call him and just talk to him that, directly. That only he hears. Right. No. It's like, no. No, I, I get I'm, that. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say what I want to say. but um, And then there was you know everything coming out. Okay, that same day, Witten put out a column on social media and how he's seen it. Um, affect players. I mean, players at halftime. Um, so it was just kind of funny that that article came out, and then three hours later, this whole thing happened. Um, but so that, as far as Friday goes, that's what that was. That, that was that was just Friday. That was just Friday. <laughs> that didn't include uh, Jerry Jones and his anthem talk and and all of that business. Um, but as far as actual camp, um. Pats came on. Yep. Then it was, then it was, every, everybody was excited. Um, definitely like, definitely like what I'm seeing as far as the uh, wide receiver competition and the defensive line. I mean, and the secondary actually, and all the, all the clips and videos coming out. Um, I swear, if there was one, one person out there right now who could be a player coach. It'd probably be Chris Richard. He's got he he's he's changing so much there and watching. I mean, I'm used to seeing Jerome Henderson um, and a couple of other or a DBs and secondary coach Dave Campo before that, but seeing Chris Richard out there, I mean, he's 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 baiting the wide receivers. It's like who's going to make a play now? I mean, I mean, it's just so much fun to watch this. And then at at one point today, actually. Um, he went and lined up and covered a tight end because there wasn't anybody out there at that time. He knows he can't play in the games, so, right? So it was just like, but but I mean, just seeing that the the energy that he's bringing and I'm and everyone's already seeing it in the secondary, their attitude and how they're how they're just the the energy and not actually not just them, the entire team because he's out there just kind of being this kind of lightning rod. It is definitely a lot of fun to watch. And it's cool, and it's cool seeing from my perspective, or for you, it's kind of weird to see it from my perspective and how I'm seeing him right now. That I'm just thing. laughing. Yeah, <laughs> like, oh, you think he's cool now? Just wait till he becomes your DC, and it all goes to hell. But like I said, you uh, he if if he's the right kind of coach, he'll learn from the the mistakes and the things he did wrong when he oh, was absolutely. DC Seattle, absolutely, absolutely forward, and now being under the tutelage of Rod Marinelli, who I would say is a pretty pretty great coordinator. That's only going to help him as well. And and I uh, and I actually thought about this the other day. 
I think that if utter, if utter day, utter day, I thought about this utter day, utter day, man. I actually, seriously, I, I was thinking, uh, I was going through like they were talking about the other coaches. Well, and Ken Norton Jr. was actually, you know, has had plenty of press conferences, and mm-hmm. and I, and I like him, and I like what he's, uh, you know, what he's bringing to the team, and and how he seems to view the defense, and that's great. And I liked Chris Richard. I like Chris Richard, and I wonder with Sherman gone. Bennett gone, Cam, Cam wasn't necessarily a a drama queen, but he's part of the original Legion of Boom. So he, with him gone, Earl, who knows when he's coming back with Averill, but Averill gone with, but the two big voices, Sherman Bennett, mm-hmm. with those two guys gone. My I, my thing with Chris Richard was I thought that his his view of what the defensive scheme was going to be kind of got held up by those two though the, maybe not just those two but the defense in general that was the was the defense that won the super bowl was the defense that went to back-to-back super bowls and i wonder that with the change and in a completely you know new group not completely new but mostly new mostly new i wonder if maybe it, if it would have improved with richard well and he only had one year right so like yeah didn't he have two but I think that maybe this isn't taking anything away from the new guy, but I wonder if it would have been different. Mm-hmm. And like you said, if he learns from all his mistakes and he gets maybe that opportunity in Dallas down the road, I wish him nothing but the best and I hope he succeeds at it. Well, then, it was funny because they, so I was, wa- I was watching, um, cause they, they record them also, but I was watching, uh, one of their talking Cowboys podcasts and, um omar epps who's a big cowboys fan he was down there and so they actually you know they brought him on the show and just kind of interviewed him for 20 30 minutes and um when one of the hosts was asking him about um the defense and if he's excited that kind of thing and he goes um you know and we have you know chris richard who um well he, he actually said we have a new you know defensive coordinator well or, or i mean um, he's our secondary coach, but maybe our defensive <laughs> coordinator in the future. I was like, okay, well, Oops. that's kind of already out there. <laughs> that's a little bit of a slip. Yeah. Oopsie. But, um, you know, what, see, see, yeah, just seeing all the energy he brings to that defense. I mean, I'm, I think the defense is going to surprise a lot of people. Same with my team. Seriously. I could agree with that. I could agree with that. My, I, uh, the offense might shock a lot of people and it might be for the wrong reasons. But the defense, I think, will be all right. My offense is going to be fine, man. <laughs> Calm down. Uh-huh. Um, okay, so were there any standouts, disappointments? We don't really know. I guess I was thinking about that when I was on my way here. It's hard to really know disappointments because they're not going to come out and say, and they're like, Pete's, Pete Carroll's not going to stand there and go, well, let's see. So Griffin re- looked great. And this, but I'll tell you what, uh, what's his butt? <laughs> he's terrible. We just he's He's been a real bummer. And, uh, yeah. So I, well, I, so I'd say from my, my point of view, I'm definitely excited on what I'm seeing from Jalen Smith and his, I mean, second year playing, but third year, um, uh, and actually back to Richard, he had a pretty interesting comparison to, uh, on, uh, Leighton Van Der Esch kind of compared him to KJ Wright a little bit. It's like, well, okay. I mean, KJ Wright's good in pass protection. So, or in uh, pass coverage. So we'll see. Um, but no, liking 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 
what I'm seeing from Jalen on the defense. I really like what I'm seeing from uh, Byron Jones now that they've moved him to full-time corner. And um, definitely excited to see um, the next step that De- uh, Demarcus Lawrence takes. He had the breakout season last year, and everything I'm seeing this year, I mean, he looks like he could take even another step from that. Um, as far as disappointments, though, um, I'm trying to think. Anthony Brown, who's now our, he's now in his third year. He had a pretty, he had a great rookie season, but this this off season so far, and, and this training camp so far, he looks like he's getting taken to school quite a bit, and I'm hoping he can bounce back from that. But that is, I mean, secondary is rotation was is good and if he's not going to be performing that well that could definitely hurt a little bit so i mean we'll see but the person that has burned him a couple times is cole beasley and cole beasley's routes are so precise and they're so as uh one of the guys i follow on twitter patrick uh um oh his last name is leaving me uh unbelievable I gotta give him credit. Gotta yeah, you gotta give him credit. I gotta give him credit. Hold now you're gonna on. have to actually give it uh, the Twitter handle too. I know to make up for it. Here's the while you're looking so, while you're sorry, looking for that Patrick Walker at, ah, at Voice it. of the Star. He, <laughs> I love the way he Bam! put it. He put it so perfectly. He said Cole Beasley's routes are disrespectful. <laughs> I mean, they. I mean, they are. He's just he's putting <laughs> and it's not just not just Anthony Brown. All the other DBs too. He's just he puts them on skates. I mean, it's it's crazy to watch, but. Uh, but yeah, Anthony Brown definitely struggling a little bit early in camp. Wow. Here's the because uh, I I when you said about Rashard talking about Van Der Esch, I liked that tweet because that was a couple days ago. Mm-hmm. Ian Rapoport um, talking to Cowboys passing game coordinator Chris Rashard. He gave an interesting comparison to first round linebacker Leighton Van Der Esch, Seahawks Pro Bowl linebacker KJ Wright. Wright can play all three positions, and his length is key in pass coverage, so he can stay on the field. So, yep, you're right. That's a cool comparison. Yeah, for a dude that's just going into as, his first year, just as long as he doesn't with an awesome name. Yeah, as long as he doesn't uh, bat the ball out of the end zone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, screw you. But uh, <laughs> so you know, don't do that. that that's that's kind of where we're at now. Um, some unfortunate news though. So Cedric Wilson, six round pick out of Boise State, he is going to be having sh- uh, shoulder shoulder shoulder. Every- <laughs> Anytime I think of, I'm talking to football and I'm talking about players, I always want to say Solder from Nate, you know, Nate Solder, right. gotcha. long, long time yeah. Pat, Pat's offensive lineman. But anyways, um, but that's not it. No, that's not it at all. Um, Cedric Wilson, Cedric Wilson <laughs> um, injured his shoulder and he's, they're going to put him on IR. So we won't see him oh, this wow. year. Unfortunate. So now um, they did, they being Dallas. Brought in, dun, 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 Des Bryant. No, I'm just kidding. Um, sure didn't. They signed wide receiver Ricky. Uh, I'm gonna butcher his last name, but it's I want to say June, June, J E U N E, June. Um, June. Not really, not really a, a well well known guy. Um, but he's got some he's got some top end speed. So we'll 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 see what happens, but. Now, wide receiver, after one player going down, uh, wide receiver, 
needing some depth, needing some uh, some bodies. Um, which you know, speaking of that, let's jump over to Seattle camp. Uh, I think they need a wide receiver. <laughs> God, uh, Seattle is in um, their their wide their lack of wide receiver depth got exposed this week a little bit, a little bit. Uh, Angry Doug is is last couple days in practice. Everybody noticed that he had a wrap on his leg and he wasn't practicing, wasn't mm-hmm. in pads, wasn't doing anything. And uh, Pete finally came out today and said, yeah, he's dealing with a, what do you say? It's a knee injury and sore knee and he's going to be out for a couple weeks. So with that, I know a guy you turn <laughs> true. Well, you turn to who they have on there and, and it just exposes, they've got a bunch of, of no names that are playing their asses off and trying for a spot. And I've seen some impressive things in some of the tape that's out there. And Brandon Marshall's actually, that dude is, he wants a spot so bad. And he's actually like killing it. Think they're not going to pull a TO on him. So bring him in for camp and then let him go. I sure hope not. I sure hope not. I think that he would actually be a valuable asset to the team. And especially with, when you look at, again, the lack of depth and we talked about this at the end of our first season about how when they signed him, what kind of guy he could be for the team. Mm-hmm. When with Jimmy Graham gone, you you still need a red zone presence, and that's what he can be. I know a red zone guy. <laughs> What's funny is you're trying really hard to get your former player on my team, <laughs> and I find that a little awkward. That bring him closer to home as far as me, and I could get to go see him. I feel like you have a weird relationship with this dude. <laughs> I just want to see him. I just want. To I miss see him. him so much. I miss him so much. I want to see him, and he'd be closer to home, and I, I could go right, visit. I could him. Go visit him all the time. <laughs> Eight games a year, I can go see him. Um, and hey, well, no, no, hey, I, hey, it could happen. Well, no, it definitely could happen. Um, but I mean, the same story for Dallas. Same, same thing. Bunch of no names. I mean, Alan Herms. Herms. What's my problem? <laughs> Alan Hearns. Guys, we're just our second episode back from our break. Just bear with us. We'll Uni- get it. Unique New York. Yeah, he'll get it. He'll be fine. Um, but, I mean, Alan Hearns, Cole Beasley, Terrence Williams. That's really anybody knows. And most people don't even know, you know, Cole Beasley or Terrence Williams. They know Alan Hearns. So, yeah, I mean, again, it's just a bunch of guys that are going to, you know, work their asses off to make the team and then make a name for themselves this coming season. So, you know, we'll see what happens. It's going to pull up the um, the roster here, and even and even Hearns being a new guy, there's going to be people that don't obviously don't know he's with Dallas now. Those kinds of you know fans. Same thing for Tavon Austin. A lot of people aren't going to know that he's now with Dallas, but um, you know there there's there isn't that marquee guy there anymore. Which personally, I'm okay with because I think I mentioned it earlier. When you have this big group of guys, you know, quote unquote, no names, teams aren't going to know what Dallas is going to do. Obviously, when Dez was out there and Jason Witten was out there, you knew what Dez was going to do. You knew what Witten was going to do. Witten wasn't going to run this crazy deep route. He was just going to find this little soft spot in the defense and then gain a yard or two. Dez run run along the outside and, you know, hope for a jump ball. With all these no-name guys, you have no idea what their strengths are. You don't know what their weaknesses are. You don't know how Dallas is going to play or you know utilize them 
and I think that'll make them a little bit more dangerous kind of going into this season. I'm looking at uh, <laughs> roster and the wide receivers for the Seattle Seahawks. Name them. Uh, okay, so of course, you got Angry Doug. Problem is, he's hurt. Hopefully, it's just a couple weeks. They'll they'll bring him back correctly. He'll be fine. Marvin Bracky, Bracy, Brassy. Don't know who that is. Don't know. But he's a wide receiver. <laughs> <laughs> Jaron Brown. Yep. Um, he's former Cardinal, right? Darbo. Yep. Darbo. Um, Grayson Jr. Ah, uh, and then of course Tyler Lockett. Mm-hmm. Coming uh, coming back from injury, right? Marcus Johnson. Brandon Marshall. Mm-hmm. McAvoy, who last year had a had a couple of problems. Big moments, big drops. Uh David Moore. Don't know who that is. Keenan Reynolds. Caleb Scott. Stringfellow. That's uh quite a stable there. <laughs> uh Malik Turner. And that those are your wide receivers. So Tyler Lockett, Brandon Marshall, maybe Jaron Brown and and maybe Darbo. Like but though none of those besides Brandon Marshall and Tyler Lockett, I mean none of those are and, and Marshall with his age, he's not gonna be a wide receiver that's out there all the time. Right. If he makes the team, he's gonna be a specialist for certain plays. Lockett that's one of Russell Wilson's deep targets. Mm-hmm. His chuck it. Yep. But all in all, I mean, Doug, if that connection is there, that's his boy. That's so, a good. I mean, that uh, the Seahawks games that I've watched, that is a good connection there. Him and Doug. Yeah. Oh, it's amazing. They, they a couple years ago they when do. they were just like dead on. Yep. Every ball that Russell threw up, you knew he was going to catch it. Yeah. No, that that's a that's a good that's a dangerous pairing. And then he tried too hard to get Yimmy Graham some things, and yeah, Yimmy screwed it all up. So that's the big word. Damn you, Yimmy! Damn you, Yimmy! Um, so that that's that's injury number one, and injuries are always a bummer in camp because you get all excited for football, and then you remember that injuries happen a lot. Part of the game. <laughs> Part of the game, and uh, and then the other one is defensive end Deion Jordan. He's gonna be out a while. Um. Originally, they well, they said it was a some sort of stress injury, but they wouldn't elaborate. And then um, Pete Carroll said it's a stress reaction in his shin. Also, and then and then kind of clarified out a couple weeks as well. They're going to be real careful with him bringing him back and making sure he's all good to go and not rush it. So again, there's two big players on your roster that are. At least for the first couple of games in preseason, you're not going to be able to get out there and practice. Doug, I'm not worried about it. I mean, Doug Baldwin, you can. He's a he's a pro who's been in. This he's a veteran. Long, yeah, he's been on this team long enough where it doesn't matter. He could miss all of training camp, and him and Russell, they'd be fine. Study the playbook, you'll be good to go. Dion, with a new defensive coordinator, new defensive scheme happening, all that that kind of sucks to have him out. You'd want him in there, practicing with his team, getting that stuff down. Not too thrilled about that. He's he's gonna he's a big deal when it comes to the pass rush. Need him in there. So, what else happened in camp? 
Those are the only injuries. That's good. I want to get the Earl Thomas stuff off the table right away. <laughs> Go for it. Uh, it's off my table. Uh, <laughs> wait, you can still get them. If, so I, I'm, I'm at the, or I've been at the view now. If it happens, it's going to happen. If it doesn't happen, whatever. Yeah. I like I said, they. I think Dallas really wants to just take a look and see what they have. And Xavier Woods has come out and said, "I'm." presumed to be the starter i'm gonna work my ass off i'm gonna um hold on to the starting position and if they want to bring in somebody then they'll have to they'll have to beat me out have to beat me out but i like that mentality other than that i'm not listening to any of that because obviously you know i it would be weird being a player who's in that starting role and you're constantly constantly hearing from you know, maybe not inside the organization but from Twitter and, and, oh, and all these things what, and, and all the, these one news of the ESPN dudes literally just released an article today about what would it what what would it take for Seattle right. to trade him to Dallas just just to just because it's at, again clickbait yeah. people to go ooh what would it take and they exactly. click on it you, that can't be easy for that at all so you have that you have that guy sitting there and, and you know you know that he's he's not ignored you can't so he's just gonna say you know look because he'll have to beat me I mean that's that's that. Well, uh, Earl, of course, still not at camp. No surprise. When do the fines start kicking in? Uh, that's a good question. I haven't looked into that. I should look it up <laughs> while we're talking. I'm on it. All right. Um, Pete. What I like is that Pete Carroll has been very. You can tell that Pete's pissed off. He, he's been pretty blunt. Yes. Well, and of course, he's getting asked about it every single time he steps out to a microphone. Hey, Pete. What do you know about Earl? And and Pete's been blunt and said, hey, he's not here. We wish he was here. He's not here. We're focusing on who is here. And, he, and his comments, you can tell, are almost little digs at, at Earl. Like, Or you would think maybe they are. Because Earl's paying attention. You know he is. And, uh, and he, you know, stuff like, well, we're, we're, we're going to focus on the guys that, that want to be here and and want to play football and and want to be a part of this team like he says these things that you can tell are just like just little little digs at earl and uh and then today he he was asked has there been you know any communication with earl yet and pete flat out said there has been no communication with earl thomas none they haven't talked they they basically they 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 came to a point where they realized that what Earl wants, this is just my guess, but what Earl wants, they're not willing to give. And Earl is trying his best to, you know, stand his ground and say, mm-hmm. I want my extension. Yep. But like I said last week, the thing is, he's got zero leverage. Like, <laughs> you're you're going to get fined. And then, and then if you continue to hold out through into the regular season, you don't get your game checks. And then at some point you have to come back or you lose your money, like all of it. So, and, and in the end, like even if they, you come back and play, they can franchise you at the end of this season and you're not doing your team any good. Like I get it. You want your money, but you're not doing your team any good. This new, newer team, mm-hmm. any good. Um, you got some, you got some info for me. Yeah. So actually he, Stands to be fined forty grand for every practice he misses during training camp. Jeez. Forty grand, and it's up to the team. Like the team can decide. Yeah, yeah. Um, if you were to miss regular season games, he can lose. Obviously, lose money for that too. Yeah, yeah. 
I just, um, he hasn't been there. Doesn't look like that's going to happen. Uh, I'm at the point where I'm like, I get it. You, I want to get something for him. I don't want to just give him away for nothing. And their asking price is got to be super high. I'm sure it is. Understandably. Totally get it. Because again, really when you dig down into it and look at it, the Seahawks hold all the leverage. Because Earl signed a contract. Is it fair? No. Because teams can then, teams can always decide they're done and cut a player. They don't ever have to hold up their end. I get that for all you that want to come at me and say, hey, well, well, the team, you know, it's not fair. But I, I understand. However, Earl did sign a contract. He is not honoring that contract right now by not being there. And that irritates me. And, and I just, again, I want to focus on the football. Mm-hmm. And instead, every single day, my Twitter is blown up by, well, Earl's not here again. And, you know, there's a feature on Twitter called mute. And if you wanted to, you could mute. I should do Earl that. and Earl. you can mute Thomas and you can mute yeah, Earl but then, Thomas. But when he finally signs his extension, I won't know. <laughs> I'll, I'll let you know. Oh, thanks. <laughs> thanks. But so, but back to the people who are there, is there, is there anything so that's kind of sticking out? So Maurice Alexander has been starting, uh, been playing at strong safety and uh, McDougal has been at free safety. Um, and I guess they're doing great. What I love and what I was so hoping for, big standout, is, of course, Shaquem Griffin. Yep. Uh, surprise, surprise. Uh, I mean, we... I'm I'm a, I'm a huge Griffin fan. Oh, me too. And was so hoping that this would be the case, that he would come into camp and, and be impressive. <laughs> and he has been. We just said that earlier. We talked about that video. Um, he just comes out of nowhere. <laughs> there are the little cameras right there he, yep and picks the pass off he kind of baits wilson in the yeah because and he's i mean he's fast he's so fast he's very fast and he held on to the ball and he's but, i mean it's just like you're i love it so here's a question do you think that it's in the realm of possibility that seattle redshirts him this year they don't put him on the field oh no if he makes the team he's playing why would they do that Give him a, this isn't give, college. Give him a season under his belt. But that's not a season under your belt. You're just sitting on the sidelines. You're like, you're not playing. Well, but you're practicing. Yeah. No. No? No, 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 no. No, no, no. No. If he, uh, okay. in, he's going to make the team, he's going to play. And he, his, he's got so much fire. That dude is what he's been through. And, and those, it's amazing. Those two, Shaquille and Shaquem Griffin, Seem like good dudes. They really do, don't much, they? Much like Jalen and Rod Smith. Oh. They just seem like very good dudes. Dudes and, I'd like to hang out and with. And we need more good dudes yeah. in football. But You're right. But again, what's one of those funny things? Dallas and Seattle both got a pair of brothers on their team. Isn't that weird? That is weird. Granted, Com- Seattle's are twins. Common but, ground, uh, man. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then the other... Uh, the, uh, Ken Orton Jr., of course, has been, like I said, had a couple of press conferences. He's been asked about Trey Flowers, how that's going from moving from safety to cornerback. And I guess it's uh, it's going perfect. Said so he's a natural, never makes the same the same mistake uh, twice. And uh, so he's flowing right into that, that role. That's good to hear because that secondary, of course, worries me because it's new. New. You got only one guy out there. Well, 
I mean, you still got Byron Maxwell and, and, but really, and honestly, you're, you're, you're only guy that was there the whole season last year is Griffin. Yeah. So everybody else is new and well, especially, and, 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 and your Tom, guys and your guys behind you. Well, and Thomas, if he stays, but yeah. Well, I'm a Dougal played enough last year, but still it's new. So that's encouraging to hear. Um, and then I wanted to throw in, <laughs> got asked about, of course, there, there's a big comp, there's two kicking competitions happening. We're trying to find ourselves a actual place kicker. And then, uh, punter and a punter on the place here side apparently because janikowski's in there that's and, right i forgot about that and apparently this is according to pete carroll who is of course mr positive mr chew the gum everything's great uh said that his leg is as strong as ever and he's doing great so that's encouraging to cool. hear at least cool but whether but whether you know pete carroll's t- actually like telling the truth or he's just you know being his old peppy self who knows also i'd like to point out if you've watched any of the video online of uh, any of the practices going on Pete Carroll that dude can still throw a football yeah holy no, shit I have like, seen I have he, seen that and it's not just like he can like lob a football across the field he can actually like hurl a football <laughs> with some power behind it uh at 60 whatever 67 is that how old he is yeah yeah so Dude, there's that so Dude. hey Pete Carroll looks great so Russell if he goes down I mean <laughs> well I'd say the same thing for Garrett Garrett being a next quarterback yeah. I mean him and him and Dak still in year three after practice they play play this game where they'll pick certain you know objects or whatever and they'll they'll uh, accuracy is the game yep. and they'll uh, whoops they'll uh, <laughs> you know throw you know play this little points game or whatever but Garrett can still he can still throw a ball I granted he's still you know in his fifties but whatever I'm horrible at throwing a football I love sports and I'm good at sports I think. However, I have never been that good at throwing a football. I can throw a baseball. That's my sport. Comes to football, like sometimes, no problem. But you bet I can throw a football over the mountains. <laughs> I bet you. I can throw a pigskin a quarter mile. <laughs> Fourth quarter, coach would put me in. State title. All the way. All the way. <laughs> oh, Uncle Rico. Love that guy. Uh, in other news, so that, I mean, camp, we're, we're coming up on the first preseason game, so we'll finally get, you know, we'll get to see more of these these rookies in their you know live in actual game action which will be good yep um these practices are lasting i mean they're only a few hours and it's it's funny when you're against social media as you follow all day because i sit there and i'm like refresh 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 Ooh, a video all day Ooh, long Ooh, i'm gonna watch this Ooh, i'm gonna watch that Ooh, what's happening here and then all of a sudden like it'll be 11 o'clock in the morning the practice is over for the day and i'm like what yeah <laughs> It's only 11 o'clock. I still have all this day of work to screw around and not work. And I want to know what's happening with my team. That's not cool. So, uh, but so the first game, that's exciting. Cause I, I want to see these guys in action yep. and, and we'll, and both of our teams. Cause yep. I believe it or not going to do my best. Absolute best. You it's hear this easy. everyone. Yes. Write this down. It's easy for you because of where you live, you're in a Seahawks market. It's harder for me to really follow the Cowboys, but I'm putting in an effort because of this podcast and and our friendship. Well, I know (laughs) to to really focus on the Cowboys as well as my Seahawks. So when the preseason stuff comes up, I'm actually going to watch. Well, for your pay attention for your your benefit. Two, I think I believe two of the four uh, preseason games will be televised nationally. Fancy for the Cowboys. Well, and even when the regular season comes around. 
I want to actually watch the Dallas game so that when we do our recaps, I'm not just sitting here going, uh huh, uh huh, oh, oh, uh-huh. sure, oh uh-huh. yeah, sure, oh yeah, oh yeah, sure. well you lost, oh bummer, what oh you won, what great happened? job, oh awesome. I want to actually be like, oh my god, I saw that play and this happened and that happened. What do you think about this? So there's more engaging conversation. I don't sound like an idiot. <laughs> I don't think you sound like an idiot. Oh, thanks, buddy. Appreciate that. The other big news, and this kind of goes right along with the Earl Thomas thing. Dwayne Brown signed his extension. Yes. Three-year extension, $34.5 million. Max is out at 36 and a half if he everything goes right. He'll finish his career in Seattle. He wants to yeah, finish his career in Seattle. Here, everyone's like, oh, well, he got an extension. What about Earl? Well, you know where Dwayne Brown's been? It's been at camp. Yep. Seahawks made it very clear. Earl, you come to camp, we'll talk extension. He's not at camp. We're not talking about it. Mm-hmm. Dwayne Brown's there. He's playing, gets his extension. Done deal. So, and, and he deserves it. Seattle really needs to get just get on it, though, and they need to they need to get that offensive line. I mean, I mean, I'm not saying just an offensive line for this season. They need to bring in pieces for the next five years. Well, I think what they're and we, and we talked about this six years. Well, yeah, we've talked about this before too. How 2018, obviously they're trying to win as many games as possible, get to the playoffs, do their thing. 2018 still might end up being a, you know, a down year just in, you know, and then come back with a vengeance in 2019. I think they want to see what the pieces they have. And I've been a critic of the offensive line for years now. It's been terrible. There's no excuses for it. It's been awful. However, with the new offensive line coach and Solari, I think they want to see what the pieces they have in place with a new coach, how it goes. Yeah. Is the coach make a difference? Because Cable, ugh. <laughs> see how it goes with this, and then you're you're evaluating to see, okay, so we really need, you know, say a, a right tackle, or we really need, you know, a left tackle, whatever. Yep. Or does new coaching actually make a huge difference and these guys vastly improve? Because if they do that, maybe you only need to add one piece. You know, they they I think they just want to see what's gonna happen this season. I, I'm not an Afeti supporter. Dude sucks. <laughs> he just does. I'm sorry. However, let he could have a breakout year and finally get it figured out. Or not. Not everybody can be spoiled and have three first round true first round picks and two would have been first round picks yeah. on their offensive line. Yeah, I hate you. I want your offensive line. It's cool. It's cool. It's all right. Yeah. So I, I think that uh they'll they'll see how that goes and then they'll make that decision. And then you could be right. I mean they could add they could decide to add a bunch of pieces in the next off season. Who knows? So uh let's see. Oh look, that's it. Moving on. Moving on. Ooh, sorry. A little bit of a clip there. It's cool. I uh, Normally we go over NFL news, and I've been – I mean, I listen to sports radio all day, every day. And really and honestly, besides every team being in camp – I don't really want to talk about anybody else. I don't want to talk about anybody else. Yeah. And there isn't – only I only talk about big stories, and you know what? This week, there weren't any. No, not really. Other than – uh, Dallas is so Dallas's first regular season game is against Carolina and they have lost yet another uh, starter. I think Ugh. they've lost like two or three. Already. There's always that. There's always that one team that the injury bug goes in and just nails them mm-hmm. in training camp. Yep. Now let's remember though, this is a big year for two teams. 
Cleveland Browns because they're mm-hmm. going to win some games. And then Blake freaking Bortles. <laughs> so let's not forget that. And I, I have been did you know, paying attention did you know to Blake, those. Blake Bortles has never lost to Jimmy Garoppolo. He has never lost Jimmy Graps. Also a big year for Jimmy Graps. Let's not forget about Jimmy Graps. Huge year for Jimmy Graps. And, and Captain Andrew Luck is throwing the pigskin again, everybody. He is. He's in practice. He's throwing the pigskin. Did Captain Andrew Luck have anything to say this week? I didn't even look. Let's take a look. Should you take it? We should take a look. You going to get it? Let me get it. Who's getting it? I got it. Maybe he's got it. So football's back. I'm so happy. I'm so excited. Preseason games are, are preseason games. They, they're just, they suck. But only for the fact that they don't count and you're like, you know. The last tweet from Captain Andrew Luck was six days ago. Ooh. So technically it's was it was after our after last our episode. episode. So he has said something. Okay. So go uh, for it. Here we go. Uh like we said, if you're not following at Captain at Capt Andrew Luck, C A P T Andrew it. Luck. Do, do it. it. Do it. It's it's gold. <laughs> it's pure entertainment. All right. Dearest mother, <laughs> today I again report for basic training. I feel I am more well prepared for the battles ahead than I have been for some time. I shall fire my sidearm in abundance, and it will be marvelous. My heart is glowing, my neck beard full, and my resolve strong. Andrew. <laughs> I love the neck beard part. Neck beard. Also, you went kind of Trump in there a little bit. <laughs> I don't know why, but you went a little Trump in there. That was weird. Uh, follow that account, though, because seriously, it's and it's going to be, now that he's making a comeback this year, that's going to be a... Uh, I'm excited. I, I hope he's able to get back to it. I really want him to live up to being that number one overall. Oh, you pick. want an NFL and, with him doing and, well. And he's not he's so far he's not a bust as far as either, you know, off the field stuff or just on the field stuff. He he is a good player when he's on the field. The problem is right now has just been health. Health and then the help around him. And well and then prior to that, yeah, was the help around because him. Because it's not like he's not a good quarterback. He's a great quarterback. But he's never going to be put into a uh tier two status or tier one status without actually winning getting in the playoffs and winning some games and and he but he's been screwed with not having help but you're right the nfl is better if we have quarterbacks like him that are supposed to be good doing well so i i hope he does really good and has a great season that's i hope agreed agreed um okay so this august which starts as you're listening to this podcast we're going to do some special episodes and we're going to talk about we last week we previewed the first one we're going to talk about the national anthem because it's a huge huge sub huge subject you can't ignore it got to talk about it the one we're also going to do a fantasy football one because i think this topic is extremely interesting huh uh uh-huh. has fantasy football ruined watching nfl games so we're gonna do a whole we're gonna, ooh, ooh. in a world we're gonna do an entire episode on that it'll be a special one so we'll have a we'll have a couple weeks in there in august i think where we'll have more than one episode come out like the old days as in a couple months ago <laughs> <laughs> back back in the day back in the day but you know when we did that thing uh so be looking for that and speaking of fantasy football i wanted to ask you this live on the podcast without even prepping you for it just asking you because we talked about it before are we going to do a common ground football podcast 
Fantasy Football League. That is one hell of a lot of words. I think we should. Because even though it's ruining football. <laughs> <laughs> even though it's ruining even football. Even though it's ruining it's so much it. fun. It's so much fun. Are we going to do it? What, I think we should. What, Be- just two teams? No, no, no. We actually create a we we create a a a group. So people, because remember, like on ESPN Fantasy Football, you can have you know you have your own league that you're in. Mm-hmm. Then you can join a group. Mm-hmm. I want to do that. I think we should. Or we can create our own league and we can take up to however many teams. We only got so many listeners. Probably fill it up. <laughs> we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. I think we should, even though it's ruining the league. So <laughs> <laughs> we'll uh, we'll talk about that some more and then and we'll get ah. back to you. You all right over there? I'm good. You want to talk about it? Uh, for those who are regular listeners, you know this already. And for those that are new to our little program, you're about to find out something about us. We love football. You all right? But we also love a, a little, just a, a little film, a little film series out there that some have heard of. It's called Star Wars. Little indie film. What's that? It's uh, it's a, it's a space kind of a space thing there's like ships and pew pews is this all about just one dysfunctional family <laughs> <laughs> kind of is isn't it uh the skywalker saga but yeah so we uh i our our star wars last jedi review is still our most listened to episode on all of them so thank you so thank you for that it's it still to this day blows my mind but that's great some news came out this week we're going to end with this episode nine, which starts filming literally as you're listening to this podcast, it has started filming. Yep. Which is awesome. JJ Abrams back of the helm. Yep. Uh, trying to pick up all the pieces that Ryan Johnson blew up. Yeah. <laughs> hey, JJ, he put together. watch this. Yeah. Literally like, all right, I'm going to create this new character Snoke and I'm going to do this. And then Ryan Johnson goes, oh, I'm going to kill him. And yep. Finn, I don't to give him anything to do and then put him over here. Yeah. And I liked The Last Jedi. I don't think I didn't. Go back and listen to the episode. I liked it. Uh, so the, the casting news came out. And Billy D. Williams. Which is so exciting. I think. What do you think? I agree. I, they brought back everybody else. Lando needs to come back. And it's cool that he's going to be a part of it. In what capacity? We're not sure. Right. The other one that I was super excited about, because nobody knew for sure, is Mark Hamill is coming back. Mm-hmm. Nobody knew if he was going to be, is he going to be Force Ghost? Like, obviously, that's what he's going to be. Yes. Yeah. You know, he's gone. Spoiler alert. <laughs> yeah. Spoiler alert. Is it weird that his 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 hand didn't, like, do that on the rock <laughs> after he disappeared? Why would that not just... No, because Anakin's didn't. Okay, well, yeah. But still. Well, yeah. <laughs> well... I just think it's kind of weird. I say that's not part of your body. Shouldn't that have anyway? So <laughs> it's just it's one of the things that's. If come you want to go deep into midichlorians, let's do it. Oh, please don't. <laughs> please let's get George Lucas on the phone right now. George, you want to talk about midichlorians? Oh, he'd be so excited. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so Mark Mark Hamill's coming back, and and he's excited about it, and I bet you he is because he's probably like JJ, please save me, and or save my character, please. Um, but the other news is everyone has, of course, been trying to figure out what they're going to do with Carrie Fisher because she unfortunately passed away after she started finished filming Last Jedi. 
they didn't redo the story. They literally left it as is. And so she lives through the whole movie. And everyone, me included, is like, okay, well, now what? Now what? So JJ's got footage from Force Awakens, right? Yeah. That apparently he's going to use. So she gets to be a part of this without, and they, and they got uh, Billy Lord, they got her blessing on it. Yep. Which is good, her daughter. How do you feel about that? You you seem when we when we said we were going to talk about it. You seemed a little. I'm I'm hesitant. I I'm I don't know how well they're going to tie this in, and I hope that they don't say that they're going to use some of this footage and then maybe alter some of the dialogue to where it looks weird or just sounds dip like off. I like just, you can tell. Yeah, I I. I, I don't know. Because even when I cut our stuff, there's times you can tell. <laughs> I don't. That's I, not how you said that. I don't know how the execution's gonna gonna play out. So we'll see. Um, I hope they just do it right, and I do. And I'm, but I'm interested to see how they, how they. Well, by guessing, I I wonder. I'm because I'm guessing they're gonna end her character. I'm just. I'm interested to see how they're gonna do this. I'm 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 interested to see how they're gonna pull this off. Me too, because it it. But I'm gonna. It's I'm not gonna, at all how I thought it was gonna go down. I'm gonna remain cautiously optimistic. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Which is something that all Star Wars fans should be instead of being big whiny babies. I agree. Um. So yeah, I I'm I'm in the same boat. I'm happy. One part of me is happy that they're gonna they figured out a way to do it. Yeah. Because I mean, the easy thing would be just to come out and say, "Oh, well, she died." You literally could start episode nine with a funeral yeah. and never have to show her, right? And and that could be the start of the film. And you that's kind of what I thought they would do. You know, in the crawl, it just says she's you dead. Know, she Le- gone. Leia was attacked by yada yada yada. She did. She did. She gone. And then we do the slow pan down from the stars into a planet, and then we zoom into that planet, and then it's a funeral. Yeah, I th- I'm actually happy they're not doing that. <laughs> Although it sounds like you've thought about it a little bit. Well, no, I'm just taking the start of every movie. That is very, that's very true. Did you ever see Solo? I have not seen Solo. Me either. Kind of funny because we promised everybody we would and then we would do a Sorry, review Sorry, we're liars. But uh, I still, I can't seem to build up my interest to even, I'm not even excited. To, I'll, I'll watch it when it comes out. I, I will come over and I'll watch it with you. Is that okay? That, that's okay. Okay. All right, so that's our Star Wars news for now. We have, what is, is it, uh, 14, 19 months? It's December of 2019 before it even comes out, so there's it'll, a lot of time left. It'll be here before we know it. Uh, shut your mouth. Uh, time's already moving too fast. I agree. Tomorrow, I'm old enough. Tomorrow is August. That's ridiculous, but it means we are that much closer to regular season football. Hooray. Okay, so... That's our episode. As usual, please tell your friends about us. Oh, no, no. Hold on. Before we end. Oh, you want to? What, what else you got? No, we do have a question. We've got oh, a, we got questions. Yeah, you want to go? Oh, we, we got that one. We yeah. have a tweeter question. So we, we're doing this interaction thing where I ask tweeter questions. The first one, of course, missed the deadline last week. Is Des Bryant worth it? And I, I feel that question to you because you know more than me if he's worth it or not. I would say yes in the right in the right system and the right offensive scheme yes absolutely worth it i i believe i believe he knows that he has lost a little bit of a step he's lost a little bit of ability but i still believe 
as far as a 50-50 jump ball, it's it's it'll be Des. De- he will still go up and snatch that ball. He can and, and he will still draw defenders his way. I firmly believe that. There were some teams that came out. Was it Cleveland? Is that the team that came out this week as a possible <laughs> as a possible landing spot for him? Yeah, Cleveland okay. came out. Uh, actually, there was kind of rumors of that on Monday, Tuesday last week, and then Friday it came out. I think they they actually, well, reports that came out were that they actually offered him a one year deal. So we'll see. Which is what which, he wants. Which thinking of that, um, I. I that's uh, kind of terrifying. I mean, your defense lined up. You've got Josh Gordon, Jarvis Landry, and Des Bryant all lined up. I mean, yeah. well, like, okay, well, who are we going to cover? What are we going to do? Again, Cleveland with as many uh, first-round talent that they have on the team that they've accumulated over the last several years, at some point they actually have to be good, mm-hmm. right? And actually, so, and we're just going to, we're going to, segue just a little oh, bit um just kind of as a personal thing and we're talking about cleveland um cleveland rocks huge big i mean a big shout out to lebron james oh you want to do a lebron james shout out yeah i mean you've you've he, read and seen all that with his school yeah i mean that's it's pretty I, I know these a lot of these players that have their foundations they have their charities they have these things they that they do I don't know of very many that have opened a school. And, I mean, if you think of it, a school could be around for many, many, many years, 50 years, 60 years, 70, 100 years. He is starting this school, and, I mean, the the impact and the legacy that he can leave just from doing that, I mean, it's incredible. And and the, the things that he... The, I don't want to say benefits, but like the the things that he's offering with this school, you know, um, free free rides, breakfast, yep. lunch, snack, um, tuition if you graduate. I mean, all this kind of stuff. I mean, I, I think that's just, I think it's a, a wonderful thing. LeBron is an, he's a, he's a, he's a unique character in sports just because of how big he is anointed as King James from day one. Yeah. Day one. Like he came into the NBA as this dude's the best player in basketball before he ever actually played a game. And, and then as always from day one compared to Michael Jordan mm-hmm. and then and Kobe and uh, f- screw Kobe. So then, and then, uh, ouch, spicy. <laughs> That's my hot NBA take for the day. Uh, and then, you know, he, the way he left Cleveland the first time and the decision goes to Miami, like that whole thing and the way that went down bad comes back, gives them their championship. And then it's crazy how this time he leaves Cleveland and it's everybody's okay. And what you see right there with the school. The dude, yeah, he's going to L.A. and he's going to play for the Lakers. Mm-hmm. But Cleveland is his city. Yep. He loves that city. And 
he 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 went back and did exactly what he said he was going to do. He's going to win a championship. Yep. He did that. And he took him back to more than one finals. Yep. So four straight. So it's cool to see an athlete in his position with as big as he is to do something like that outside of the sport. Right. It's awesome. You're right. So, Shout out to him. So and and just quickly, so it's LeBron's I promise school. Um, free tuition, free uniforms, awesome. free bicycle and helmet, free transportation if you live within two-mile radius of the school, free breakfast, lunch, and snacks, um, food pantry for families, GEDs, and job placement services for parents, and then guaranteed tuition to the University of Akron for every student who graduates. I mean, it's just, and, and I it's gotta, just awesome. And this is this is taking that next step. This isn't just doing something while you're playing a sport this is i mean this is like i said i I don't know of any other athletes that have opened a no you know a school this is what this is what makes you bigger than just the sports star yeah this is what makes you truly an icon right in our world where you're you're going above and beyond you've made he's gonna be has he passed the billion mark in his earnings yet i don't think so but he's got to be close yeah so he's he's i know i know one of his goals was to be a you know a you know, a billion dollar athlete, but then doing that, but then, and then taking that and doing something with it and not just look at my boats, look at my homes, look at my shoes. Right. He does all, does all that sometimes, but at the same time, he, he does better things with it. And no matter what happens with the Lakers, he's always going to go back to Cleveland with in, in some capacity as in a, a citizen, and just doing things like that. It's mm-hmm. not going to be the last time we hear LeBron did something for Cleveland. Right. So, good shout out. Right. We did basketball. That was a that was, I mean that that really we just reading all of that. I mean it really just like it's like that's that's awesome. That's some freaking basketball. It's very dog snoring. Very very good. <laughs> well, if the dog snoring then you know what that means. Wow. We're not done yet. Okay. So, Podskier boys again, they like to uh, chime in. You've talked about some of this, but do you think this is at Podskier? We're going to be on with them apparently in the next month or so. I Work, think works for me. That's going to be awesome. Anyway, so question: This is of course for you. Do you think Jerry can keep his mouth shut about the anthem? It's very very blunt. Thoughts on Snake Lee? He put Snake Lee. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then uh, what have you liked from Oxnard so far? So with Jerry, yes, I do believe he'll shut up because the NFL said stop talking about it. <laughs> the NFL told him to shut up. And, and if, yeah, the NFL told him to shut up, which he's not one to follow rules anyway. No. But um, immediately after some reports of that came out, uh, Fox News, or on, I don't want to say Fox News, but a Fox station affiliate wanted to sit down and interview him, and he said um, no anthem questions, and they actually just canceled the interview. <laughs> so, <laughs> That's all we wanted to talk about, Jerry. So, I I think for now, he's he's done with that, and I think he can just be quiet about it and just kind of just let it ride off into the sunset. Um, thoughts on Snake Lee? Kind of, I kind of touched <laughs> on it a little bit earlier. Snake Lee, Snake Lee, um, um Kind of touched on it a little bit earlier, yeah, but I, did. I think that I I'm always on the perspective that. If you listen to two people say their side, both of them are probably have some truth and pro- probably both of them have some lie or just some maybe not being fully truthful, but if just just look in the middle. 
There's always going to be truth in the middle. There's going to be some common yeah, ground. Some common ground, Per maybe. se? Per se. Weird. But just, I mean, just look in the middle and kind of go from there. And then, um, what was the last question? What have you liked from Oxnard so far? Well, I can tell you I've disliked not being able to go there. But uh, no, what I've what I've liked is, is as I mentioned earlier, I just the defense from top to bottom, defensive line, linebacker, secondary. Just the defense looks like they're just it's a whole. I mean, not a whole new unit, but I mean, it just looks refreshed and recharged and ready to roll. And um, watching them today, they just seem that definitely today they got they had the upper hand. They gave the offense some fits and um, just really excited to see, especially by preseason game three and four, just kind of how things have changed a little bit. And um, I, I, like I said, I think, I think they're really going to surprise some people. I think they'll probably, you know, if they crack top 10 or, you know, are number 10, Dallas will go to the playoffs. The offense will be fine. Obviously, the offense is number 21. I mean, it's 4 and 21, but it's number 21. He'll be just fine. And when you got him running the ball like he runs and you have the defense, if they make top 10 or number 10, the, that they're going to the playoffs. Yeah, they are. Yeah, they are. They will be there. And the Beast is in their division. Yeah. And they play them twice. Yeah. And they will kick their ass twice. Yeah. So let's go. I'm ready for football. Aren't you ready? Oh, it's getting closer. Yeah. Getting itchy. <laughs> uh, okay. So, but, but, but for that's the, very personal. I'll say, but for the second week in a row, uh, roll. Second week in a row. You struggled today. Thank you for the question. It was awesome. Hey, uh, I'll do better at posting it way ahead of time next week. But a reminder if at any time during the week you get a question, or something you want to ask us or want us to discuss. Remember, we're not actually at training camp. That'd be sweet. Maybe someday we'll maybe, actually be at maybe, training camp. Yeah, maybe someday. Uh, but we are both watching and paying attention to almost everything going on. So if there's something that you, you're a regular listener and there's something you want us to discuss or your first time listener you want us to discuss, uh, hit us up on Twitter at Common Ground FBP and, and just ask away. And I'm keeping track of them all week and, and we'll be sure to, to get on the questions and get them answered or at least have discussions. So thank you for those that have participated. Appreciate it. <laughs> uh, don't forget. You can follow me on Twitter at uh Wenatchee Seattle sports fan, which is W E N S E A sports fan. You can follow Andrew over there. I'm at Andrew Guzman CGP. Did you really just have to read that. I was just seeing if we had <laughs> any more content on the back. Oh, fancy. Um, as always, facebook.com slash common ground football podcast. Common fo- football, common ground football podcast.com. Yes. It is the longest web address ever. Why did we do that? That <laughs> I, was dumb. I don't know. Uh, remember, <laughs> we're also on Instagram at common ground FBP and available literally everywhere. As uh, far everywhere. As, as far as podcasts yeah. go. And we're not going to go through them because they're everywhere. Like, comment, subscribe. Um, Please. On iTunes, reviews. on iTunes, any review is a good review. We want to get to 20 and nobody gave us any new ones so far. Damn it. <laughs> we'll get there. So please uh, reviews and then share with your friends. When we post something, share it, retweet it, whatever. Help us grow. We sincerely from the bottom of our broad, I can't, 
What happened, man? Now it's on me. Bottom of our hearts, appreciate it. Word. It's, t- it's time for this one to be over. <laughs> I agree. All right. So thanks for listening. Until next week. Go Hawks. Go Cowboys. Go Cowboys.